0: your catholic drive time keeping you informed and
1: inspired we love god we ought to be able to talk about him getting you
0: started
2: on your day with the latest in breaking news and information from the vatican to the white house and everything in between it's
3: serious it's fun it's your catholic Drive Time.
4: now here's your host joe mcclain Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you on this Wednesday, September the 14th, 2022, on the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross. Praise be to God. It's going to be a great show. I am uh, in a secret location somewhere in the panhandle of Texas right now. Otherwise known as the backyard of Texas Tech. But, uh, But forget about that. We're going to have a great show. Dr. Joseph Shaw, the chairman of the Latin Mass Society in England and Wales, is going to be our guest. We're going to be talking about uh, King Charles III, what Catholics can expect. There's been a lot of backlash against uh, Queen Elizabeth and her passing from certain members of the, the far left. And we're going to have a conversation around why Catholics in England still uh, venerate, in fact, their monarchy with Dr. Joseph Shaw. That's coming up at 35 past the hour. The Pope, His Holiness, is in Kazakhstan, which is very interesting because there are a, sort of like a confluence of like three big, huge, dynamic geopolitical factors going on there. You've got Russia, you've got Islam, you've got China all coming together in sort of the same location at the same time. And uh, what does it all mean? We're going to jump into that. It's at uh, 15 past this hour. Lots of stories in the news. Hey, Dr. Oz, you know, the guy, the famous guy from television who's now running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Yeah, he came out in favor of same-sex marriages. So, yeah, good Republican conservatism there, I suppose. Disney, speaking of which, has hired a top drag queen to play a new superhero in an upcoming television show called Ironheart. Disney just keeps bringing the hits, don't they? The Bureau of Labor Statistics on Tuesday has released new economic data showing that prices on all items increased by 8.3%. It's a 43-year high now. I mean, gasoline's gone up 25.6%. Electricity up 15.8%. The price of food is up 11.4%, so it's nothing but good times. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos.
5: Good morning, Joe. And uh, how are you doing? How, how was your trip over to uh, where are you now? Are you still in Texas? I, I am still
4: in Texas. Oh, my uh, goodness. Well, it takes like uh, if, you drove, if you drove like from the longest possible uh, length, it's 14 hours of driving to that's get across absurd. the state of Texas. I, I only drove eight hours yesterday. So phew, I'm well within the borders of Texas. Today. <laughs> Praise be to God. Well, that's good. Yeah, unfortunately, though, uh, I, get, I get here only to discover I do not possess key ingredients to making the production happen, mm-hmm. so uh, I am jumping through lots of hoops this morning to uh, to still be in a good mood, because <laughs> I was so very frustrated <laughs> with all of it, but nonetheless, we shall have a good show, in spite of it all, praise be to God. Speaking of which, Adrian Fonseca is here on The Ones and Twos. Good morning to Adrian.
3: Howdy, howdy, praise be to God, it's good to be here. Is it? It is. It's a... Uh, Another day, another day ready for share week on the Guadalupe Radio Network. So remember today to support your local Catholic radio station. If you are listening on the Guadalupe Radio or Station of the Cross, think about, do I support my Catholic radio? Do I like Catholic radio? Well, then maybe it's a good day to think about. I'm going to support my Catholic radio station because I love the good, the true and the beautiful,
4: you know, praise be to God that. And we need to make up for our hour yesterday. We We didn't quite get where we had to go yesterday, but today, new day, new opportunity. So our first hour is normal. Okay. First hour is normal. It's our second hour this week and this week only. That is uh, somewhat unusual. Our second hour will be 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern across the GRN, but you can always stream us live on our website as well as our live social video feeds at grnonline.com forward slash cdt. That's grnonline.com forward slash cdt. remember... Support that local Catholic radio station that you are listening to right now. It's super, it's super important. Let's pray. Let's begin. We have a lot to cover today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear, and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, now your headlines with Rudy Carlos.
5: Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Wednesday, September 14th, and here are your headlines this morning. Breitbart reports, inflation returns, consumer prices unexpectedly rising again. Compared to a month earlier, the Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Price Index rose one-tenth of a percentage point. On a year-over-year year basis, the CPI has uh, was up by 8.3%. Grocery prices have soared and are still rising fast. Prices rose 0.7% in August compared with July. Compared with last August, prices of food at home rose 13.5%. Eating out of the, the home is getting more expensive as well. Restaurant prices rose 0.9% compared with the prior month and are up 8% compared with a year ago. Sky News reports world leaders to be bused to historic Westminster Abbey, Abbey service and asked to take commercial flights to the U.K. World leaders due to attend the Queen's state funeral have reportedly been asked to fly to, to fly to the U.K. on commercial flights, so no private flights, and travel to the service by coaches. Westminster Abbey will also be so packed for the event that it will be possible only possible for one single senior representative from each country and their partner to attend, according to documents related to the event. And Ground News reports Armenia appeals to Russia, CSTO, and the UN in connection with clashes on border. The Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan chaired a meeting of the Security Council. The meeting was held to discuss the aggression by Azerbaijan against the Republic of Armenia. It decided to appeal to the Russian Federation to implement the provisions of the Treaty of Friendship, Cooperation, and Mutual Assistance, as well as the Collective Security Treaty Organization. Earlier, the Armenian Defense Ministry stated that units of the Azerbaijani armed forces opened intense fire in the direction of the cities of Goris, Sotk, and Jermuk, using artillery, large caliber, and light small arms. And LifeSite News reports Eucharist flies off table during outdoor mass offered by priest in LGBT pride stole. An Italian priest from Brescia, Italy celebrated an outdoor mass in Lampedusa, Sicily wearing a rainbow pride stole. After the consecration, various hosts flew off the table. Joking in Italian, he said Jesus is flying as a Eucharist was blown off the table altar, which had a bicycle resting in front of the altar. However, it's not clear whether he performed the Mass he offered with proper intention due to his improvisation of important prayers and a seemingly lazy, fair attitude to uh, securing the Eucharist. The Mass was celebrated at the southernmost tip of Italy in a park in front of the sea, and the priest began the liturgy by expressing his desire to commemorate the migrants who have died at the sea off the coast of Italy. If you remember today, please make an act of reparation for this and countless other profanations of the Holy Eucharist. Those were your headline news this morning. God love you.
3: The saint of the day is Saint Notberga. She is the patroness of poor peasants and servants in the Tyrol. Born in Rattenberg in the Tyrol, she was the daughter of peasants, and at 18 she became a servant in the household of Count Henry of Rattenberg. Notburga was born about 1265 in the Inn River. She was a cook. She was a cook in the household of Count Henry of Rattenberg, and used to give food to the poor. But Autotilia, her mistress, ordered her to feed any leftover foods to the pigs. To continue her mission, Notberga began to save some of her own food, especially on Fridays, and took it to the poor. According to her legend, one day her master met her and commanded her to show him what she was carrying. She obeyed, but instead of the food, he saw only shavings, and instead of wine, vinegar. As a result of Not- Notburga's actions. Attilia dismissed her, but soon fell dangerously ill. Naburga remained to nurse her and prepared her for death. Next, she worked for a peasant in Eben-Am-Ashinensi on the condition that she would be permitted to go to church on the evenings before Sundays and festivals. One evening, her master urged her to continue working in the field. Throwing her sickle into the air, she supposedly said, Let my sickle be judged between me and you and a sickle remained suspended in the air. In the meantime, Count Henry had suffered difficulties, which he ascribed to his dismissal of Notberga. So he rehired her, and the estate prospered. Shortly before her death, she is said to have told her master to place her corpse on a wagon drawn by two oxen and to bury her wherever the oxen stood still. The oxen drew the wagon to the chapel of St. Rupert near Eben, where she was buried. On the 27th of March, 1862, Pope Pius IX canonized her as a saint. Her feast is celebrated on the 13th of September. She is usually represented with an ear of corn or flowers and a sickle in her hand. Sometimes a sickle is suspended in the air. She died on 13th of September, 1313. St. Notburga, pray for us.
4: Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from John chapter 3 verses 13 through 17. Jesus said to Nicodemus, "No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Arguably one of the greatest passages uh, in Scripture. Certainly one of the most uh, referenced. I mean, every football game, baseball game, every sports game, you see the John 3.16 sign. Usually they just say 3.16. I argue for many years that didn't refer to John, but rather Leviticus 3.16, where it says, quote, the fat belongs to the Lord. I'm just saying, skinny people might not make it to heaven. You might want to bulk up. But anyway, Haydock's uh, commentary says today, uh, these words, diverse times repeated by our Savior in their literal and obvious sense, show that Christ was in heaven and a being before he was born of the Virgin Mary, that descended from heaven, that when he was made man, conversed with men on earth. He was the same at the same time in heaven. I think that's fascinating, because I think we kind of take it for granted. I don't think we've thought about it too often, and there are certainly many heretics in church history, as well as today, that would deny the divinity of Christ. And this passage, when you look into it, as the fathers and commentators of uh, of Sacred Scripture have done, you realize that there is something greater going on here. He goes on to say, He was then His Son, His only begotten Son, before He sent Him into the world. He was not, therefore, His Son only by the Incarnation, but was his son from the beginning, as he was also his word from all eternity. This was the constant doctrine of the church and of the fathers against the heresy of the Arians, that God was always father and the son was always the son. Eternal. I think it's impressive and if the next time you get into an argument or conversation with somebody at work I don't know Jehovah's Witnesses Mormons or whomever just your neighbor uh, just remember this passage there's something deeper and more profound going on here Ignatius Catholic commentary also points out uh, about this serpent it says uh, a reference to the episode in Numbers chapter 21 verses 4 through 9 Moses hoisted a bronze serpent upon a pole as a remedy for faithless Israel although God punished them with poisonous serpents he promised To save everyone who looked to the bronze serpent in search of his mercy, Jesus sees this relic as an image of his own crucifixion and the healing it will bring to a rebellious world. Be lifted up, a shorthand reference to the paschal mystery when Jesus is lifted up on the cross from the grave and into heaven. Now, the next time someone says, you Catholics, you have graven images. Well, you know, God said you're not supposed to worship graven images. And yet the Lord Jesus Christ made it very clear to us that it was God's command in Numbers uh, chapter 21 to, to form and fashion the serpent out of bronze, put it on a pole, and hoist it up. And everybody was supposed to look at it. They weren't supposed to worship it. It was a, pre, a prefigurement, a type of something greater to come and yet our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ reminds us that these images play a significant and key role the key difference is in worship We do not worship images we do not look upon a statue of Our Lady and worship it we do not look worship Our Lady at all we only give God what is due to him and that is worship we give to Our Lady what is due to her and that is a veneration above that that all other humans to include even the Pope the president King Charles himself She deserves better than every other human being, but she is still not yet God. Remind your Protestant and anti-Catholic friends, family, and neighbors of that the next time. Hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Let's talk about the geopolitics in Kazakhstan going on right now with His Holiness.
3: men it's time participate in the next national men's march to abolish abortion and rally for personhood on saturday october 15th 11 30 a.m to 3 30 p.m in boston there is a man connected to every abortion men are a big part of the problem and it's time for all men to take responsibility and be a big part of the solution all men of goodwill are invited to participate in the march and everyone else is needed to show up for the rally beginning at 2 p.m outside of the state house for more information go to themensmarch.com and spread the word
0: it's often said that people can engage in whatever sexual activity they please, as long as it doesn't harm anyone. But is this a sufficient moral criterion for evaluating sexual behavior? I don't think so, and here's why. First, it begs the question against the natural law moral theory, since if the natural law approach is true, then sexual acts that the natural law condemned as immoral would be harmful to a person's moral character. Second, although it's true that we should avoid inflicting unnecessary harm, it can't be our only moral criterion. For if it were, then we'd have to say a person's intent to murder or rape someone is morally permissible as long as he doesn't carry it out. But that's absurd. Avoiding unnecessary harm is a part of a good moral theory, but it's not enough. I'm Carlo Brusord with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, catholic.com.
4: Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Coming up at 35 past this hour, Dr. Joseph Shaw, a philosophy professor at Oxford, I believe, also the chairman of the Latin Mass Society in England and Wales, is going to be our guest. He has an article over at 1 Peter 5 uh, explaining why Catholic English citizens still venerate the monarchy there, even though it's uh, historically very anti-Catholic and Protestant and How do we look at that? What do we expect as English Catholics of King Charles III? All of that and more coming up with Dr. Joseph Shaw at 35 past the hour. There are, as I say, lots of stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I'm sure they are to you as well. I mean, I almost covered a story this morning about like a 13% increase in sexual assaults against women in the military. That's a very concerning story for a lot of veterans and people who are serving, or parents whose children may be serving very soon. But I saw this other story, and I... I had to go into this. This is an article out of the Catholic News Agency. The headline says, The Geopolitics of Pope Francis' Trip to Kazakhstan. And I find this very important because there is a confluence of three critical things in geopolitics right now happening in Kazakhstan. And this article by Courtney Mayers goes into this. And here's a a little bit of this article. It says, This week, Pope Francis is traveling to Kazakhstan, a Muslim-majority country, sandwiched between Russia and China. The Pope has said that he sees the trip to the former Soviet country as an opportunity to meet many religious representatives and to engage in dialogue as brothers. Uh, Inspired by the mutual desire for peace, the peace uh, that our world thirsts for, close quote. The September 13th through the 15th visit to Kazakh capital Nur Sultan, formerly known as Astana, comes shortly after the Pope concluded a meeting with the Vatican diplomats around the world. And geopolitics will inevitably play a role in Pope Francis's pilgrimage of dialogue and peace. Russia's war in Ukraine looms in the background of Pope Francis' trip to Central Asia. So much so that the papal plane will go out of its way to avoid flying through Russian airspace on September the 13th and will instead fly further south. Kazakhstan and Russia share a 4,750-mile border. And former and the former Soviet country has historically been regarded as Moscow's greatest ally after Belarus since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Kazakh President Kasim Jomart Tokoev has tried to balance the country's relationship with Moscow with openness to the West. About eighteen percent of Kazakhstan's population is ethnically Russian, some of whom are descendants of survivors of the Soviet labor camps established in the country, which means they should have a memory of the, of the challenges of communist government. But we're going to circle back on that in a second. The article goes on to say the interreligious summit in Nur-Sultan was originally expected to serve as a meeting spot for the Pope and Patriarch Krill of Moscow, the head of Russian Orthodox Church. But the Patriarch backed out last month. Instead, Pope Francis will likely meet with the Metropolitan and Tonaj, the new head of the Department of External Relations of the Moscow Patriarch. In the Pope's speech to the Holy See diplomats last week, he underlined that the war in Ukraine is particularly serious war. Due to the violation of international law, the risks of nuclear escalation, and the drastic economic and social consequences, uh, the article goes on to say to Islam is is one of the three major issues that are all coming together in Kazakhstan. So maybe you, your geography wasn't your your greatest subject, uh, Rudy. Uh, let's be honest. If you didn't look right now, you didn't Google it. Would you know where Kazakhstan is?
5: Yes, I would actually, uh, but only Kazakhstan because back when I was really into cycling, I would root for the Astana team, which really? I don't think they're around Why? anymore. That's kind of weird. I, I like the colors that they had. So, oh, I see. Yeah, it was like a teal color. Uh uh-huh. Really cool stuff. Um, I, I, Man, that was years ago. I can't remember who used to race <laughs> for them. But uh, anyway, yeah, I did know where – where Kazakhstan is. And also I'm a big fan of Bishop Schneider. Um, if you ever read his, his book, a really fascinating memoir where he documents his uh, family's survival uh, through the, uh, the, uh, the communist times in, uh, in yeah. uh, Germany.
4: And having to, like, take a train, the spend the whole Germany. day just to go to mass yeah. as a family. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I would argue that most people probably would not know where Kazakhstan is if they're being honest. They yeah. probably have no idea. <laughs> You'd have to Google it to pull out your globe or whatever. This is part of the reason why we used to keep maps everywhere for our kids so they can relate to things. But now we have, like, a spinning globe and and uh, and they get to uh, put their hands on it, so it's a pretty cool thing. Just as because- an
5: aside, uh, did you ever use those uh, handheld maps that you would use in the car?
4: Oh yeah! Oh man, I love those things. I drove I, at 17 years old. I drove from upstate New York down to Corpus Christi, Texas, by myself with a, a giant fold-out map on my lap. <laughs> talk about distracted driving! Yeah, <laughs> people talk about using our Hands-free. phones. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the article goes on to say, Islam, two decades after St. John Paul II visited Kazakhstan in September 2001 in the wake of September the 11th. That was 21 years ago, uh, amazingly enough, this week. Pope Francis's visit will uh, focus in part on interreligious dialogue between Muslims and Catholics. So there's, I mean, I think it's like 72% Sunni Muslim is the population of Kazakhstan. So vast majority of their people are Sunni Muslims. Think about that for a second. Okay, so you got that issue. Uh, but then there's the China issue. So you got Russia, you got Islam, and you got China. Now here's what the China part says. As a historic corridor of the Silk Road, Kazakhstan has been known as a country that connects the East and the West. Neighboring Kazakhstan and China continue to have close ties with large-scale Chinese investments in the Central Asian country's natural resources through its Belt and Road Initiative. China's Xi Jinping announced his plan for a new Silk Road in the Kazakh capital in 2013. Until March, Kazakh Railway served as a major trade conduit between China and the European Union via Russia. Uh, Notably, Kazakhstan's border uh, with China, uh, the Zhejiang region. Hmm. Where have we? What could? Hmm. I seem to remember there was something special, something interesting, serious that happened in Zhejiang part of China. Any guesses, Rudy Carlos? Anything?
5: Anything? That uh, the the Xinjiang Hmm. province is um, Hmm. what happened. It's either where Wuhan is or it's either now. I think the, uh, the Uyghur population is north. Way north, Zhejiang. right?
4: Mm-hmm. No, jijiang No, that's, that's, that's pretty much where the Uyghur population, the Muslims of that's, China live. That's it. Live just across the border mm-hmm. From with China and Kazakhstan. So there's that. The article says, notably Kazakhstan's border, China, Kazakhstan's border – uh, is with China's Xinjiang region, where the United Nations High Commissioner has found that the Chinese government has committed serious human rights violations against Muslims. By the way, Uyghur Muslims in China have faced torture, detention, and sexual violence, according to the UN September the one September first report, which found that persecution against the religious minorities may be considered crimes against humanity. Despite the despite this, Kazakhstan has not granted. Political Asylum to Zhejiang Refugees. So just a minute ago, I read to you how many of the Russian population, 18% of Kazakhstan's people are descendants of Russians and survivors of the internment camps under the communist government of the Soviet Union. So they have a memory of all of this. And yet the government, the, the, the government of Kazakhstan of, that governs a people of 72% Muslims is somehow turning a blind eye to what's happening to weaker Muslims just across their border in China. Don't you find that just a little bit peculiar and interesting? It says uh, thousands of Kazakhs have family ties with Xinjiang, and more than 200,000 Uyghurs live in Kazakhstan. While Kazakhstan was home to some of the first vocal critics who testified to China's brutal repression of Uyghurs in 2017, human rights advocates have come to consider Kazakhstan's a hostile place for Xinjiang victims. A hostile place for Xinjiang victims in Kazakhstan. How, how do we figure this? How is this? How is this a thing? Uh, it just blows my mind. We're gonna now. I will say this. Recently, I was watching a another uh, YouTube news outlet, and they were they were basically dispelling the 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 idea that there was persecution of Uyghurs in Muslim. They said the evidence would be that you've got dignitaries from Muslim nations like uh, Saudi Arabia, for instance, and other countries who come to China regularly to meet with Chinese government officials, and they have no issue. They seem to not have any problems with what goes on in Zhejiang and the Uyghur Muslims. And here you have Kazakhstan, again, just to hammer this point home. 72% 72% Muslim, 200,000 Uyghurs live in their country, and they aren't giving any asylum, they aren't doing anything to push back or to help relieve the suffering of the Uyghurs in that country. Why is that? It, uh, it seems very, very fascinating to me. Now, here's the kicker, though. <clears throat> there have been some. Some would say. Some would say. <laughs> some would say. That the pope, uh, Pope's trip is well planned, because just while he happens to be... In old town Astanya, new town Nur-Sultan, Xi Jinping, the uh, chairman of the Communist Party in in China, is making his way, his journey north to visit Vladimir Putin. Is it possible that the two of them will meet? Uh, we don't know. And I wonder if we will ever know if that might be possible. And is it planned such that they will meet That w- what would be... The outcome of that, you know, we had uh, not all that long. Was that a week ago, two weeks ago? We, had, uh, we covered uh, the, what happened in the Tiananmen Square with one of the survivors, uh, Feng Shuo. Uh, Feng Shuo Zhou was on our program, and it was crazy to, to hear him talk about what happened in the Tiananmen Square, the massacre and the, the difficulty that happened afterwards for so many people. He himself spent a year in prison as a result of that. And then we have the Vatican-China deal that's being renewed. It's about to be renewed, and uh, we don't know exactly what's in the deal. And uh, Catholics on the ground there are telling us that it's not a good deal for them because good and faithful holy bishops have been forced to vacate their their, uh, their sees in order to allow some communist-appointed state bishop to take over. This is very much reminiscent of what happened under uh, Athanasius in Alexandria. When Athanasius was first exiled, they surrounded his cathedral with, with troops, and he was praying the divine office with the lay faithful. And, uh, and they came storming in through the doors, and brothers, monks, actually surrounded him. And in the melee and the chaos of it all, Athanasius was knocked out and had to be carried out. Eventually, he was able to escape into the desert, where he was able to avoid them, very slyly, by the way. There's a fun story in, uh, in Athanasius Contramundi, the story of this, where they were trying to hunt him down out, of, out in the wilderness. And as they got very close to him, he jumps on a boat, and, he, and he's sailing down the Nile, and the troops are sailing the other way. And they're like, have you seen Athanasius? He says, no, I have not seen him. Keep going. I think he went that way. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a hilarious story <laughs> that Scooby comes down to it. Right, exactly. I mean, it reminds me of this because it was a pig merchant, a, a, a non christian pig merchant who paid for the for the uh for the luxury paid for the honor paid for the opportunity to become the next bishop while athanasius was in exile and that's kind of what we're dealing with we're dealing with something very similar here so we don't know what's in the china deal but we do know that the results aren't great so it would be wonderful if his holiness pope francis or to have a heart-to-heart conversation, best-case scenario. And he calls him to conversion and, uh, and then doesn't sign the deal anymore and says instead we will be, we'll be martyrs if necessary to share the good, the true, and the beautiful because salvation of souls is far more important than some material gain or material comfort here on earth. So let's pray that the Holy Ghost will inspire his holiness if he does get that chance. Hey, don't go anywhere. We are back. Dr. Joseph Shaw is our guest coming up after the break.
0: Hi, this is Pam Stenzel. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 a.m. for the march, and then everyone else show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the need to value and protect every pre-born baby from fertilization. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and spread the word.
6: This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church is too condemning. It needs to practice more tolerance. G.K. Chesterton says, the other word for tolerance is indifference, and the other word for indifference is apathy. The Catholic Church cannot afford to be apathetic. It cannot afford to be tolerant of evil. It has to be consistent in opposing what is wrong and defending what is right. And the Church especially cannot afford to tolerate social evils that are condoned by the state. Why? Because sooner or later it will be turned against the Church. History has shown this to be true more than once. Chesterton says there have been times in history when the church has been wedded to the world, but it has always been widowed by the world.
5: Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired, and now more headlines. Life News reports West Virginia legislature passes bill banning abortions and will become the 16th state to protect babies. West Virginia will, uh, the legislature of West Virginia, has passed a bill to ban abortions protecting babies from, uh, from uh, abortion starting at conception. Once the House approves, the governor, Jim Justice, which, very cool name, signs the measure into law. West Virginia will become the 16th state to ban abortions. The bill would hold abortionists accountable for killing babies by revoking their medical licenses. And criminal penalties come into play when non-medical professionals kill a baby in an abortion. Women, however, will not be subject to criminal penalties under the law. And Ground News reports Christians could be a U.S. minority by 2070, a Pew Research study finds. They say that Christianity will lose majority status in the U.S. by 2070. And they also say that Christians could slide to a 54 uh, percent I would say uh, I think they're trying to say here Christians could slide to 54 percent of the uh, the population or plunge to 35 percent. The study says the religios the religiously unaffiliated could rise to 34 percent or sort to 52 percent, it says. But they stipulate that it's possible that events outside of the study's model could reverse current trends. Like, for example, if you started to pick up the rosary every night and you prayed that and meditated on your on the Catholic faith, maybe you uh, listen to Catholic radio. That might help. Uh change things and the ap reports endangered status sought for snail near nevada lithium mine conservationists are seeking endangered species act protections for a tiny snail half the size of a pea so half the size of a pea, just imagine that and it's known to exist only in the high desert springs near a huge lithium mine plant in nevada along the oregon state line Federal land managers put this aquatic snail in the crosshairs of extinction by hastily approving a large-scale lithium mining, uh, uh, lithium mining at Thacker Pass, said Eric Malvar, executive director of an Idaho-based conservation group. Ramped up domestic production of lithium is key to President Joe Biden's blueprint for a greener future, a critical element for uh, electronic vehicle batteries. Worldwide demand for lithium is projected to increase sixfold by 2030 compared with 2020 when many states implement a ban on gas-powered vehicles. And those were your headline news this morning.
4: God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. Joining us right now via Zoom chat is Dr. Joseph Shaw, the chairman of the Latin Mass Society of England and Wales. Good morning to you, sir. Dr. Shaw, good morning. Good morning. We're grateful for your time today. Thank you. You wrote a great article at 1 Peter 5 this week, Why British and Commonwealth Catholics Venerate Their Protestant monarch? And, uh, you know, I was – I even saw your blog post over at the Loud Mass Society, and I think you're you're spot on in that Americans anyway. I'm sure there are many others around the world, but Americans really – Catholics, even traditional Catholics, they struggle to wrap their head around the monarchy and how English Catholics uh, are emotionally uh, attached to it in the way that they are. And I think they're surprised by that. We just simply don't understand it. So from one perspective, I thought the article was very, very good. You were breaking that down and explaining how that works. Um, and I talked to Edward Penton, uh, last week about this, uh, right after, uh, Queen Elizabeth died. And, um, we were trying to Dive into that issue as well. But one of the things I think you actually expounded upon that I was trying to understand, I would like you to start with this in the conversation, and then I want to get to King Charles III, is that, uh, you know, it seems like there's a bit of a rocky history when it comes to the monarchy in England and English Catholics, persecuted under Henry VIII and his daughter. Uh, There was a brief time where you had a, uh, in the 17th century, where you had a Catholic king, but then England decided it didn't want a Catholic king and it exiled that. We all, as I said before, we all know the story of the tragedy of uh, Bonnie Prince Charlie failed attempt to, to, to retake it all how do modern English Catholics see that history
1: today well the things you refer to they are a long time ago <laughs> that's the first obvious fact which which you just have to accept that things move on uh, a lot of English Catholics are romantically inclined to sympathize with the jacobite cause but the jacobite cause is not uh, a current uh viable concern i mean it's not there is no jacobite political movement <laughs> um and the, the fact is and the papacy accepted the situation in the 18th century and we we just have to accept the situation i mean just like you know, this has happened many times before when there's been a, a change of dynasty and it's been a bit dubious and there are people who are kind of left behind supporting the wrong, the wrong guys. Um, after a while, then as, as St. Thomas Aquinas says, in fact, after, I mean, the, the passage of time itself confers legitimacy onto rulers. You just, otherwise you'd be always fighting, you know, the war from 200 years ago. So as a matter of, of, Ancient history. Well, we just have to we just have to move on. Um, mm. Every well, an awful lot of countries has <laughs> dubious bad things in the past. America, I know, is is no exception to that. There is you know, difficult issues with Catholics being treated badly um, under under the American Constitution, um, and of course not just Catholics. But we can't be always harping on about that. Um, <laughs> and the fact is that <laughs> uh, Catholics today in Britain are not persecuted in a a major way, at least not in the way that they have been historically, maybe in new ways are being devised. Um, But that's probably not the topic for today. Um, The fact is that in the current situation, the monarchy represents a religious aspect uh, and a traditional aspect of the British constitution, which it would be terrible to lose from a Catholic point of view even though, you know, they're not ideal. They're not the ideal monarchs. Perhaps Um, the history isn't ideal. You know, their personal views aren't ideal. Nevertheless, that is what they represent as a as a part of our constitutional situation.
4: Yeah, uh, well said. Um, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, when she did pass, there was quite a number of people who came out on, on the Internet, social media, Twitter, whatever, uh, YouTube and with lots of vitriol, lots of hate. Uh, they had quite a bit to to say and uh, quite ugly, I would argue. I, I was not, I was sort of indifferent to Queen Elizabeth. The, the, I would say personally, but uh, were you at all surprised by that? I mean, uh, did you expect that? I mean, the, the the royal family has had deep ties at the global level for a very long time. So how how did you see that that vitriol that came out over the last week?
1: It's not altogether surprising there is a, a a very very small group of republicans in britain i mean it's it's a, as a political cause it's it's absolutely marginal it's a it, one would say in fact it's a lunatic fringe almost um there are you know there are prominent politicians who who i think if press would probably say well, in, in principle they prefer republic but in practice it's just not on the table that is just not politically possible no major political party supports it um so um, nevertheless, we're used to completely crazy positions being taken up by by extremists, uh, and now we've got to the stage where you know you, you you can't you can't have a you know you can't have a statue of a you know a past you know great man or woman um, in in a public place. You can't have a history book which simply tells the ordinary narrative. Um, you can't have. Um, you know, any symbols of, of nationhood um, without a, a certain group of people going completely mad about it, a, a, as if you were putting up a kind of swastika or something. Um, and, and they profess, in fact, not to see the difference between one and the other. Um, so I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, no one should take it seriously. Uh, any more seriously than they should take you know the other ravings of of, of these of these individuals now unfortunately um sometimes they are taken seriously they you know statues are removed, and you know they get away with 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 things they shouldn 't get away with and and so on but on something really important like this, of course in britain um you know they 're not they get away with anything. Um, it, it says more, really, about the people who who publish them. I mean, in this particular case, as we all know, you know, the New York Times has really uh, made itself into something very strange um, over this. Um, as a as a what it, it would like to think of itself as a mainstream uh, organ of comment, it, it, it's it's putting forth itself in a way which is really ought to belong on the on the fringes of the kind of blogosphere or, or or the you know comment sections of of websites um and that i mean somebody remarks in, in the british newspaper well actually ultimately this is actually quite harmful to the perception of america from abroad uh not least the special relationship but of course it, it, it's not going to be limited to to, to to this issue um you know this kind of this kind of affects you know, everything turns everything into yeah. into into rubbish in the end
4: you know uh adrian did you have a question
3: uh no go ahead we have one minute to break
4: we have about a minute here and one of the questions i was going to ask is that the 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 american understanding of the monarchy as a figurehead as uh as uh almost like a uh, a trophy, a relic, a statue of something gone by. Did her, uh, did her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II have any actual, I know constitutionally she had a role to play, but I'm curious, can you help us understand, uh, did her say have weight and power in government?
1: Well, um, it's a difficult question to answer because the the way that she exercised her political influence was behind the scenes completely behind the scenes so she'd be briefed about everything so she'd know everything was going on she'd get security briefings and she was constantly talking to the prime minister um, now what is said in those meetings no one is ever going to know <laughs> <laughs> it, there are rumors there are rumors mm-hmm. that she has a style of socratic Questioning. Sorry, I'm still referring to her in the present tense. She had a style of Socratic questioning, which made Prime Minister uncomfortable about doing certain things. Okay.
4: Hold that thought. Dr. Joseph Shaw is our guest. He is the chairman of the Lab Mass Society of England and Wales. Having a conversation about uh, understanding, wrapping our heads around the royalty. Now, he has a great article over at 1Peter5.com. Why British and Commonwealth Catholics venerate their Protestant monarch. I highly encourage you to read it. It's got a lot of great detail. But after the break, let's talk about King Charles III. All that and more is coming up next.
2: Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. At your church, there's probably some great music, enthusiastic clapping, and maybe even a shout or an amen. But where's the church-wide act of contrition and the confessing of sins? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, the Bible and the church. Psalm 47 does declare, shout unto God. It does say, clap your hands, all you people. But there's one more highly valuable physical expression. Strike the chest. What's that? Three times your fist strikes your chest for external admission that my sins were my fault. Secondly, order of the Mass. Within the first 60 seconds of a Mass, the congregation says together, Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, each of those are followed by my firm strike upon my chest. And my take out of Luke 18 says, But the corrupt tax collector dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed, but beat upon his chest in sorrow. Proper order is confession before praise, sorrow before joy. And this makes sense. Why? Because remember what Mom said, dinner first, then dessert. So don't forget to strike. Find me online at Smartypants Catholic Evangelism.
0: Hi, this is Father Stephen Imbarato. Join us in Boston for the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th. Men, we will gather outside the power near to begin the of march, and then we're going to meet everyone else for a 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about constitutional personhood to the pre-born and where we need to go from here. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Again, details, men'smarch.com. Join us and spread the word.
4: Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Dr. Joseph Shaw is our guest, and he is the chairman of the Lab Mass Society of England and Wales. We're talking about the, the monarchy in his article over at 1Peter5.com, Why British and Commonwealth Catholics Venerate Their Protestant Monarch. Great article. It goes into a lot of detail. Just trying to help us Americans wrap our heads around understanding The monarchy in general. It really is interesting to think about how it is a struggle for a lot of us to truly understand it. Uh, And I want to switch a little bit to uh, King Charles III and what uh, are the expectations under King Charles III? This is a guy who has been around for I mean, seventy some years old. He's just now coming into the throne. Um, He's gone through as as we the whole world has been able to see lots of drama in the family. Uh, We all remember the divorce with uh, with Princess Diana, her tragic passing, and then the boys. uh, The world got to watch the boys uh, come up, and the drama, especially under Prince Harry now and his wife, and uh, that continues to to be an issue in the in the royal family. But it's more of the issues of King Charles's own personal uh, passion projects. He was spent decades now. Uh, about the climate change issues. He has uh, partnered with the World Economic Forum on the Great Reset. He has been its, one of its biggest cheerleaders. And yet in his first address to the English uh, people, he said that he would have to put his uh, passion projects, and my words not his, on, uh, on hold, on pause, because I guess as king he would not have the time for that. Uh, could you start there? Help us to understand uh, any ideas what he might have meant by that.
1: Yeah, it, it's time, of course, is one issue, um, but it's not just time. I, I think what he's referring to is, is, is the fact that they, they, as Prince of Wales, he had a certain freedom of, of manoeuvre in, in terms of you know, promoting causes. Um, now, um, the, the Queen was, you know, all monarchs are patrons of a huge number of you know charities and things. But it's, and it's an amazing thing to have the Queen as your patron. Um, but those charities are pretty mainstream. Um, the Prince of Wales is able to give his name to somewhat more eccentric and marginal things. Um, and that is what he did. And and he did it with with a lot of effectiveness, actually, particularly on the issue of architecture. So and that perhaps is what may be uppermost in his mind about about his passion projects. He, he built a village, Poundbury, which which showcases the kind of architectural style, which he likes, which is which is um, you know, more traditional type of houses. Uh, which, which are built with beauty in mind, not just utility. Um, and that's been a huge thing for him. Um, he has other, other interests and concerns as well. But right, you know, from now on, he's got to be absolutely politically neutral, at least in public. Um, and that's, that's part of the, the role of the, the head of state. I'm not just a hereditary monarch. I I think uh, one of the reasons why Americans find it difficult to understand is, is that they have this executive head of state and that's actually not that common around the world there are a lot of countries with um non-executive heads of state so you never hear about the president of germany italy um places like that um well why why not because they're non-executives they are basically retired politicians who are given the top job they have some reserve powers in the constitutional crisis but They don't go around making themselves notorious because their role is to be the person who stands behind. If something goes wrong, they're there. Everyone can run around them. They have experience. They have respect. Um, But actually, a lot of those guys are pretty forgettable. Um, And that's one of the advantages of having a monarchy is that you have someone who has that neutrality, but is not forgettable. He's there for a long time. And everyone knows about him. Everyone remembers him as a child, if they're old enough, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's it's there's a kind of affection and loyalty which you couldn't get in any other way with that political neutrality. And of course, if he starts doing controversial things, then half of the people are going to dislike what he does. So you know, he's, he you can see that there's just inevitably he's, he's got to he's got to be sensible about that.
3: You know, that brings me to a question I wanted to ask uh, in regards to the role of the royalty. I feel as Americans, we kind of get this education of anti-monarchy. We get taught, you know, we're rebelling against the British crown. That's why we're Americans. We kind of say, oh, I don't really care about what's going on in the monarchy. And they find out to be very true. i was very unaware of anything about Queen Elizabeth prior to all the eulogies coming out. And the thing though that, that really bothered me was, as a Catholic, we should have a veneration for the monarchy because it 's a reflection of the monarchy of God, the hierarchy of heaven. And a lot of these Catholics are like, oh, I don't really care about this. Uh, I We fought this war, so we don't have to worry about uh, the monarchy in Britain. And there's this disdain for the role of the royalty. And we mentioned at the top of it about the Protestant aspect of it, of having a Protestant royalty that uh, rejects the Catholic faith. If you become monarch, you have to reject – you can't be Catholic in, in England – um so what exactly is the role of royalty in england especially since like you were saying they don't really have too much um executive power in terms of actually doing day-to-day things they have um some aspects of it and ability but they don't really exercise it so what exactly is the role of the royalty is it purely symbolic and if it is why is that important
1: every country has got to have a head of state and that's that's the first. That's a sort of stepping stone for this discussion, and if you don't have an executive head of state, and there are actually there are quite big problems with having an executive head of state, which which you've experienced in America in recent years, because every all your eggs are in one basket with that with that guy, um, and as a, a, one way to compensate for that, for the in American constitution is to give him very short terms of office, four years, and uh, not to allow more than one re-election. Um, that itself causes problems you're constantly campaigning and there's constant turnover um the need for national re- uh, name recognition means you end up with political dynasties uh you know the kennedys the clintons and so on so um th- it's a problem that every country has to face one way or another um so the question you need to ask is well how do hereditary mon- monarchies deal with that political problem which everyone has, and, and do they do it well or not? Um, it's not that, oh, well, what's the point of having her because she hasn't got very much power? Well, she's the head of state. You've got to have one of those. So, you know, the parliamentary system is, is you know, we, it, it works very well for us. Um, the monarchy is, because it's above the fray, can serve as a centre of, of loyalty and affection. She represents the nation. Um, she can talk. To the nation in terms of crisis, she, she has done over many years, um, and um, King Charles will will do the same. Um, so, if there's a you know a national catastrophe, for example, um he can go there in person. He's not just an abstraction. He's not directly in America. Perhaps you venerate the Constitution in a way that we venerate the monarch um, mm. but the Constitution can't you know can't come and give a speech. Can't, it can't visit. You know the place where there's been a hurricane. <laughs> so the, the monarchy has has this kind of personal um, touch, which is is quite difficult to achieve, quite difficult to achieve to have someone who represents the nation, who can do those things and is not controversial. That's a is fascinating. Is not participle.
5: That's a fascinating point, Doc. Uh, you know, and I, I have a question here. I, I I think that, I think that is an important thing to to preserve. But uh, going back to what you said before the break, you were saying that there was a small minority of people who uh, were outspoken against uh, the the queen and her legacy. For example, I've seen people uh, criticize the colonial past of the monarchy. And although they are the minority, it seems to me that the the minority oftentimes has the louder voice. And I'm just wondering what your take is, uh, wh- what the monarchy is going to look like in the next 50 years, considering that a lot of people hear these loud, outspoken people and they agree with them or kind of get um, hypnotized by them to believe that, that the past is bad and that we should get rid of it. Yep. Uh, what do you think about uh, the monarchy in the next 50 years?
1: The attack on the past, I mean, that that's something which has been going on since the Enlightenment, since the Reformation. The idea that the past is bad, the past has got, you know, everything that's bad and we've got to make a new start. We've got to get rid of this. We've got to get rid of that. Attack on on traditions. It's a profoundly anti-Catholic attitude. Um, And it's something which we constantly have to resist. Um, Obviously, there are things in the past which are bad, but... Institutions which survive through the past into the present um, have a prestige, which you can't just create out of thin air. Mm. So you can't create a new constitution, for example, in a country unless the country has gone through some sort of terrible trauma. It's almost always a terrible mistake to try and get a new constitution because, yeah, well, how do you get people to accept it? Well, we accept the constitutional arrangements in any country basically because they're there. Because they've been there, because they've worked for some years. Um, so, um, the attack on the past is, I mean, you're, you're, obviously right. It's very real. It's quite powerful at the moment, but it's, it's, it's something which we've just got to resist. And we resist it quite well. In fact, in the UK, we're not as obsessed with the bad things about the past, um, as, as some countries have been. And perhaps we have less reason to be worried. And that's one of the odd things about the whole, um, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff. It's been imported into Britain, uh, by people who get very, very excited about it. And I know I have this in my institutions in Oxford in University and stuff. And people say, oh, it's all terrible. It's all about colonialism. Actually, basically, it isn't. You know, Britain was the country which abolished slavery, which suppressed the transatlantic slave trade. Um, the monarchy, yeah, it was there during the colonial period, but it was there for a very long time before that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, 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 the colonialism is a very short period of British history, um, and it's pretty irrelevant to the monarchy. The monarchy's not about, it's got nothing to do with colonialism. Um, the monarchy goes back to the kings of Wessex. You know, after Romans left, you know, this guy turns up in Wessex, he makes himself king, and he says that he's the descendant of Odin. King Charles III is the, descent, the direct descendant of this guy called Cerdic. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's the old, one of the oldest continuing institutions on the planet Earth. It's actually older than the Catholic Church. So, we're, <laughs> we're
4: down to just seconds now with Dr. Joseph Shaw. I want to get to sneak this last question in, but you're really only going to have about to 15 30, to 30 seconds. Why did King Charles the, uh, the III have to guarantee that he would not do anything to the Church of Scotland?
1: The Church of Scotland um, is in a slightly complicated constitutional <laughs> arrangement with Britain, which I, I can't explain in 15 seconds. I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I just find that very interesting that that is a
4: preeminent portion of his proclamation, his pledge, <laughs> as becoming King of England. You know, <laughs> not, not we will be oppressed the English people. We won't oppress the Scottish Church. I, just, I don't understand that. Maybe we'll have to have you back so you can explain Because that of before. Charles II. I see. Charles the is to blame for that. All right. God bless you, Dr. Joseph Shaw, uh, Chairman of Latin Mass Society. Check him out at 1peter5.com. His article is great there. But that is going to do it for our number one of Catholic Drive Time today. Don't forget to support your local Catholic radio station. It means the world to us. Our second hour will be 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. GRNonline.com forward slash CDT. God love you. God bless you.
7: Hi, this is Carrie Beatley. Come
5: participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood
0: on Commonwealth at 1130 for the march. And everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House where I'll be speaking about how America's abortion king pushed the lie of abortion on the American people. For more information, go to themen'smarch.com.
2: Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Your church most likely has a praise and worship time. Would you be surprised to know that the songs you sing might have nothing to do with worship? So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, history. Praise and worship was not a term used until the mid 60s when the Jesus people music started becoming more complex and contemporary. By the late 70s, praise and worship had become an entire entity of its own. Secondly, what is worship? It's a sacrifice. It's not singing a soft flowy song with hands raised. The New Testament writers understood that worship was a sacrifice, that it occurred on an altar, which was and is known as a place of slaughter. Thirdly, the altar is for you. Jesus, in the holy sacrifices of the Mass, invites you to participate in His timeless sacrifice of love that truly occurs on the altar. No nightclub effects, no entertainment, no pumped up emotion. Oh, and please don't register for the next Praise and Worship Global Seminar. Why? Because you can't teach praise and it won't include worship. Yikes!
0: Hi, this is Sister Didi Byrne. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and rally for personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 11.30 a.m. for the march. Everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the urgent need to be actively pro-life and pro-eternal life. For more information, go to TheMensMarch.com and
4: please spread the word.
8: light
9: Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network, It's For Your Soul, Fall share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice. For you and a guest with select international tours, that number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. Yes, indeed.
10: And good morning and uh, happy Wednesday to you on this week where we are on the air to raise funds to keep the Guadalupe Radio Network on the air. The theme of this fall share is it's for your soul. And yesterday... Was a good day. We'll tell you more about uh, how things turned out yesterday in just a moment. But uh, let me first of all introduce myself. My name is Dave Palmer. I serve as executive director of the North Texas radio station of the Guadalupe Radio Network, KTH nine ten AM. And uh, my esteemed North Texas assistant is Cecil Anderson, and she's in studio with me. Good morning, Cecil.
7: Good morning, Dave. I love that opening music. It makes me feel like you want to dance. Know. You know, early in the morning. I like Dan's
10: voice too. <laughs> yes, definitely.
8: <laughs>
10: yeah, he's a great guy. Good, good, Kathy man. And Absolutely. He, he, uh, so good, good guy. He's the, he's the official voice of our share and so good morning, everybody, and hope you're doing well. Uh, it's day two, as I mentioned, and uh, we always like to start with our opening prayer, and mm-hmm. then we'll let you know what's going on and some of the cool incentives and exciting things going on today. So uh, let's start with our prayer.
7: All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you uh, that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, and lighten and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we we may give glory to God. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.
10: In the name of the Holy Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Today is the feast of the exaltation of the cross, mm-hmm. and only Catholicism would have the exaltation of the cross. <laughs> and it's uh, such a, a unique and cool uh, feast day today. So we exalt even in our our you know crosses and our struggles, and uh, even our sufferings can help us be better people. It's also the birthday of a very special person, but we'll have more about that in the next hour. It's not you, Sissel. Okay. Today oh. is not your birthday. It's not mine. Okay. So no need. <laughs> All right. So, uh, here's what's going on uh, this hour. Uh, by the way, yesterday we fell short about $2,000. Um, but you know, the last hour last, you know, the, the six o'clock central time hour yesterday. We hit the goal, and we were trying to get to the overall goal. And we had a, a wonderful lady from San Antonio named Melissa call in uh, as our last caller of the of the mm. of the of the day yesterday with a, a archangel donation. And so we're so grateful. We didn't get a chance to thank her yesterday, but she's from Prince of Peace Parish, and she said Catholic Radio helps me to not worry about anything anymore. It has made me a much calmer and loving person. I love it. I have learned so much, and it makes me want to learn even more. And she said, "Please pray for everyone to come to the Catholic Church and to God for people to be part of the Catholic Church. Uh, there is nothing else like it." Amen. So Melissa sounds very well catechized, and we really appreciate uh, you helping us out there. All right, eight hundred four seven six three three one 1-800-476-3311. This this was a matching gift hour.
7: It is indeed, and it's all, again, thanks to the Summer Speaker Series event that we had here in Dallas in July with uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland, and uh, it's an $8,100 goal, all matching gift.
8: Yeah,
10: $8,100, which is, you know, yesterday at this time it was $10,000, so this is a little bit easier. Uh Still a, a lot, a lot of money, and we're going to have to have a lot of help, and I think we have the call center volunteers in D.C., and is it Midwest Midland. Texas. And in what case? We're splitting them between <laughs> DC all the way across the country from West Texas to, uh, Washington DC. So thank you, uh, for all those folks. Their names are going to start popping up on our screen as we, as they start to take calls. Uh, keep them busy and do what you can. Uh, yesterday, the very first caller of the entire share was dear Geraldine Kaminsky. Uh, she and her husband David called in with a donation. So thanks to that. Who will be the first today? We do not know because the phone hasn't rung yet. 800 476 1-800-476- 3311 and, uh, well, it's kind of like to review all the, yes. uh, I call them the, the goodies, the incentives <laughs> and, you know, the things that people can get if they give at different levels.
7: Absolutely. And let's start with what everyone's going to get, Dave. If everyone, they give. If they give. Yeah, <laughs> no, if, yeah. Not just everyone listening. If you call in right now at 1-800-476-3311 and make a donation of any size, uh, normally we have lots of giving levels and we have some of those as well, but this time everyone who donates is going to get this particular gift, which is an amazing interview that our general manager of of the South and Central Texas stations, Sean Rice did with Monsignor Charles Pope, which I think everyone is familiar with, but he also has a newer show here on the GRN, uh, Life Live Joyfully. He hosts on Friday afternoons at 3 p.m. And uh, it's a fantastic interview all about the soul. Which is, uh, I learned so much from that interview. Um, they talk a little bit about like what the actual definition of the soul is. They talk about how do you, uh, you know, uh, grow with your soul? How do you, uh, keep it safe and protect it? And also, um, just, yeah, just like kind of like advice on that sort of stuff as well. And so it was, and just like kind of how living today, especially, uh, we're, there's thinking, thinking. I think that's the phrase. And he
10: he gets a little bit personal as well and talks about his own vocation. He He didn't talk specifically about, you know, being called the priesthood, but he did talk about, uh, how he he used to work for the Corps of Engineers, mm. and he started going to Mass. Yes. And he started going to Mass every day, Conf- and he said he realized he liked it. And I think yeah. he was talking about getting into good habits. Mm-hmm. And then I think in that daily Mass experience, that's where he was called to the to the priesthood. Yeah, so, uh, I
7: think he said, he said something quite profound when he was just like, I started going to Mass every day, Confession Weekly, and he goes, and I can say, I can speak from my personal experience, I'm not the same person I was. You know? Yeah, right, so much, was really right. Beautiful. He didn't go into a
10: lot of details, no. which I always think is good, but uh, you know, Everybody has a past. I don't know what his past was like mm-hmm. or how or what it was like. But yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm a totally different person through God's grace. All right. So that's every donation, any size. And we just, it's a really good interview. You'll learn a lot. There's some philosophy. There's some theology. There's some practicality mm-hmm. of just how to live a good life. It's about the virtues, uh, the cardinal, the theological virtues. And uh, you, I think you'll really enjoy it a lot. So any donation, any size, 800-476-3311, 800 476
7: and you'll get it in your email tonight, too. Yeah, that's right. You don't, you don't have, have to wait. wait. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't come as
10: a CD or an 8 track tape or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, and then if you, if you're able to bump it up to $30 a month, uh, or 361 time or more, we have today a Lenovo Chromebook Duet 5 13.3 OLED touchscreen tablet, 8 gigabytes of memory. Uh, 128 gigabytes of uh, SSD. I know you know what that stands (laughs) for. full-on-state drive. (laughs) Yeah. With keyboard. It's valued at $500. So we'll have that drawing tomorrow morning. And in in just a couple of minutes, we're going to draw for the uh, iPad Air from yesterday. Thank you to Patty and Paul Yetter Foundation. They are KSHJ supporters in uh, the Houston area. Uh, They're the ones that purchased uh, this for us. So uh, that's called the Guardian Angel level. So if you hear us refer to Guardian Angel donations, 30 a month or 360 or more one time, uh, so, it could be a thousand dollars it could be three hundred and sixty it could be four hundred but anything above that three hundred and sixty threshold uh, you 're going to be put into a drawing but if you put on a credit card. Something else cool happens.
7: Yes, indeed. You will if you put it on your credit card or bank auto draft. Any donation at three sixty one time or more, thirty dollars a month or more, you're going to be on our Never Forget plan. We call it the NFP gift uh, because uh, it helps you n- not have to remember to uh, you know make your donation every month, and it helps us as well. Uh, and so because of that, you're going to get a special album called True Presence from the Vigil Project, um, and it's a group of wonderful Catholic musicians, and it's a mixture of some hymns and some more modern day uh songs some of my favorite hymns are on here like holy god we praise thy name um and jesus my lord my god and all our sweet sacrament um very beautiful renditions of it i know dave you got to talk to one of the artists um but yeah you're gonna get that in your email tonight as well it's a downloadable gift so you can listen to it maybe on your drive to work tomorrow morning
10: all right, so that's yeah, that's the NFP gift. So just put on a credit card, and it's really beautiful. And, in fact, I had a chance to interview Andrea Thomas, one of the founders of the Vigil Project, and uh, we'll be playing that later on today as well. All right, 1-800-476-3311. No calls on yet. We got a lot of money to raise, so uh, it, it really is a, a cool thing to be the first caller mm-hmm. because uh, we might be talking about you a couple of days from now. Saying, "Do you remember on Wednesday that first caller was Sally or Fred or you know, uh, you know, Manny or what have you?" So call in right now if you're planning on calling today, anyways. Do it now. Let's get things started. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. There's also the esteemed archangel level donors, and this is fifteen hundred dollars one time, one hundred and twenty five dollars a month. Uh, we think it's great if you're, you know, that, that in and of itself is just like awesome and extremely generous. But if you wanna honor Our Lady Guadalupe, uh, and do 1531 uh, for the year that she appeared to San Juan Diego. Or my favorite is $1,917, and that's in honor of Our Lady of Fatima. You know, the, the later in history she appeared, the more expensive the donation gets.
8: <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Uh,
10: so if you want to do $1,917, we haven't had one of those yet in honor of Our Lady of Fatima. And uh, basically, you, if you win the drawing, you get to choose from all of the Catholic pilgrimages that, um, that select international tours is going on. You have a year to go on the pilgrimage. You can go to Ireland or the Holy Land, uh, the Danube Riverboat cruise, Greece in the, in the footsteps of St. Paul, the shrines of France. And so you get a lot of choices and it's uh, going to be quite a, quite a blessing for you. Mexico City, like Sissel did, and your, your, yes. her siblings went, uh, last year to the Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe, so a Got lot a of choices. Call. All right, Woo! Donald is taking a call. I love seeing the names of the volunteers yes. because it gives us a chance to thank them by name, so Donald, thank you. Um, I'm thinking Donald's He's probably in D.C., Yeah, so yeah, th- we- thank you for giving some time today.
7: Yes, uh, Joseph Schuler up in D.C. sent us a picture of his volunteers here this morning, apparently two nights, and also a Catholic University of America student. Oh, is that right? Um, so thank you to them for giving up their time this morning to take your call, but they're also all standing by watching Donald with his phone call, and they're like, <laughs> hey, I want my first call, phone call, too. So pick up the phone right now at 1-800-476-3311, one 476 3311 It's the first hour of the second day of our fall share It's for your soul. I don't even know if we mentioned that earlier, what the theme was, Dave. It's for your soul, which is kind of part of our tagline. Uh, you know, the Guadalupe Radio Network, it's for uh, radio for your soul. And uh, we have $8,100 in matching gift money to raise.
10: Yeah, eighty one hundred dollars. Nothing has been raised so far. Uh, it's thirteen minutes after the hour, and uh, we're gonna have a little music break at the bottom of the hour. Otherwise, <clears throat> you're just gonna hear us talk and giving out the phone number. Uh, you know that uh, the interview with uh, Monsignor Charles Pope. There's I, I mentioned the the personal aspect of him talking about going to mass while he was working for the Corps of Engineers before he went into seminary. He also talked about uh, an example of uh, when he was uh, uh, dating a lady. Do you remember oh, that yes, story? Yes, yes. And he said, you know, we often do things for the Ones we love, right? And he said we learn to love the things they
7: love. Yeah,
10: we love the thing. Good, yeah, good memory. He, he. We love the things that they love, and he said he was dating a girl, obviously before he went into seminary, and uh, she liked to square dance. <laughs> yes. And he said, I don't like to square dance, but he said because she liked to square dance, he learned to, to square dance and even liked it because he he liked her, mm-hmm. and so it it all ties into the soul and virtues and habits, and there's there's a lot of good stuff there. So, you know, do yourself a favor, even if it's. You know, even if it's a, a small donation, just call up and, uh, you know, I'll tell you, seeing a volunteer take a call and the phone light up, it means a lot. And oh, yeah. every donation is so important because we do want to know how many people are, are donating overall in addition to what total amount of money is raised. 800 And, of course, there's the elusive 10 calls oh, that yes. uh, is so well, hard to get. We have call number two, plan. Dave. We got two. Okay. All right. Praise God. Thank you
7: one 800 1-800-476-3311. I might have spoken too soon on the second call, uh, but we hopefully will have that second call very soon. 1-800-476-3311 is the number to call to make a donation to keep your local Catholic radio station on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're broadcasting a lot, across a lot of stations, um, big metropolitan areas, so we have no idea how many people are listening, but if you're hearing our voice right now, this is a call to you to pick up the phone and make a donation of any size. Remember, it's a matching gift hour, so Whatever donation you make is going to be matched and it's going to help us hit this goal.
10: Yes, yeah, so Donald is the only one taking a call. We had uh what looked like the second call there a moment ago, was, but uh, uh, maybe somebody got cold feet. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to donate. No, I'm not going to donate. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Yesterday, not quite this early, but during this hour, we had the the uh, wonderful anonymous in Plano call in with an eight thousand dollar donation. Now, awesome. now those those kind of donations are really rare, but you know the the seraphim donations, you know that may, maybe maybe. Five Five or six during the course of a week of a, a typical Sherothon, so might get one or two every day. I think yesterday we only had the one, which was the eight thousand dollars. That was at least five thousand uh, dollars. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I think we're due for another one of those. Uh, not from the same person, but if somebody out there has that kind of capacity and you have uh, been blessed financially, you love the station, you want to do something big today. Uh, we'd be so thankful, so grateful if you could uh, consider that. It's not for everybody, for sure, but if you can afford that, uh, please prayerfully consider doing it during an hour like this where we really have a, a very l- large goal, eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. And so, so I mentioned that yesterday we fell 2,000 short. the The dream is to hit this goal and then go 2000 over so that we can go into the next hour for another kind of cool reason, because we want to be joined by somebody next hour that is uh, very special. Absolutely. And so we want to have some good news for her. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. All right, uh, so it looks like two on now. Where Ooh. is caller number three? Two on now, 800-476-3311, $8,100 to raise, and uh, 43 minutes. I'll tell you, the time goes by. So fast when you're doing share-a-thons like this. Now we got three. Marty is taking a call from Ooh. our Alabama uh, call center. So thank you, Marty, our GM in Birmingham. All right, it's starting to happen. Uh can we just can we get up to f- ten calls? Let's try to get to five first. I think you said that yesterday. Baby so, steps. so it's like, yeah, baby steps. <laughs> How about four? Uh fourth caller now, eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven one eight hundred. one 476-3311, uh, one 476 3311 It seems, you know, from the perspective of you, you know, listening to the Sherathon, it's like, come on, getting 10 people to call? I mean, as cool as the programming is and all the good that Catholic Radio is doing, uh, across, you know, uh, 30, what, 32 stations? 35 stations? I've heard different things. Uh, Certainly, you can get ten people to call at the same time, but it's tough. It's tough. People are busy, and you know you got to just got to get somebody at the exact right time when they have the, the time to call and make the donation. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. This is the It's for Your Soul Fall Share-a-thon here in the Guadalupe Radio Network. And again, we're almost on track. We're two thousand dollars behind where we should be. Haven't raised a penny officially yet this hour, but uh, we've got three people that are uh, processing donations right now. So we're about to thank some folks. 800 And don't forget, uh, in just a moment, we're going to do the drawing from yesterday. If you donated at the Guardian Angel level or above yesterday, you might be getting a call saying that uh, you have won an iPad Air, which is kind of cool. Uh, so here we have uh, our first person to thank. Uh, for uh, Wednesday, and it's anonymous. Okay, so we're always going to remember Dear Anonymous in Richardson, Texas. Richardson is in North Texas. It it's is. a cool city. It's got uh, two Catholic churches, I think. Uh, yeah, S- Saint Saint th- and, and Saint yes, St. Paul. And St. Joseph. Yeah, St. Joseph and St. Paul. And uh, and they, they gave us a prayer request.
7: They did. Prayers for his niece who just had surgery to remove a tumor. Praise God, things are looking better for her. Oh, my goodness. That's uh, definitely a big prayer request, and I'm really glad that things are doing well for her. That's kind of scary. I don't know how old the niece is, but that's a scary thing for a family to go through for sure.
10: All right. So thank you very much, Anonymous, for getting us started uh, today. We now... Instead of needing $8,100, we need $7,732. Uh, so, uh, to think that yesterday somebody called in and would have, you know, cl- cl- closed us out with $8,000 donation. But th- those donations are so rare. All right. There are three now being processed. Thank you very much. Call us now, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Uh, looking for the fourth caller right now. And uh, if you do an Archangel donation, nation uh, we are I am going to give you a fascinating fact all right that uh, these are just kind of fun things we talk about and to me there's actually a, a God connection because God is so creative mm. and he has created such an amazing world. I mean, if if you're really paying attention, you will find the world to be fascinating because God is so creative and, you know, there's so many different types of animals and trees and, you know, I mean, it just... Very it, it, optimistic
7: it, of you, Dave. That, yeah, that, I
10: mean, <laughs> people are, yes. are the most interesting people, uh, <laughs> the most interesting creatures around. <laughs> Indeed. And so uh, we should w- live our whole lives just in awe and wonder. And so these fascinating facts, just kind of show us that uh, the world is fascinating. 800 476 20 minutes after the hour, Cecil.
7: Yeah, and we have another donation coming, Dave, from Mary Margaret in Dallas, a nine ten a.m. listener, and she's part of the Perpetual Light Society. Gives $5.11 each month in the All Perpetual right. Light Society, if anyone's listening wondering what that is. It means that Mary Margaret uh, decided to make her pledge go on perpetually until she says she can no longer do it. And usually our pledges, our monthly pledges, go for 12 months. But in this case, It's going to keep going until she says uh, she wants us to stop, which is really, really helpful for us because it's sustaining the GRN for many years to come.
10: Yes. And so thank you for doing that. It makes it a lot easier on us, but you still get the, you know, like if you're doing $30 a month perpetually, well, you'll still be entered into the. Daily appreciation drawing. Uh, if you, you know, I I would think that this would be so funny if somebody says, "Hey, I'll be a perpetual archangel donor, mm. right?" And then let's just say they life gets busy and they're kind of distracted. Maybe they're not listening to Catholic radio, which is unfortunate. But and all of a sudden you get a call saying, "Hey, guess what? You won a pilgrimage."
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what?
10: <laughs> then uh, yeah, because you because your pledge was automatically renewed by you know because uh, you've given us permission to do that. Uh, but that's what happens. You could be winning things and you may not even be aware that you were put into the drawings. 4763311 or tonight like in many people's case you're going to get um the uh the 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 interview with monsignor pope and uh possibly the the music from the visual project in an email and that will be a reminder to you that oh yeah gosh that's right I'm perpe- per- perpetual donor of Guadalupe Radio Network eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Cecil uh Cicel has in her uh in front of her the apostolic bowl of divine providence uh for the drawing from yesterday right
7: Yes, I do. We call it the apostolic bowl of divine providence because there are some apostles on the side of the bowl, although we are losing them quickly. <laughs> They're falling um, off. Uh, which, you know, they, they, all, they were all a while more martyred, so it kind of <laughs> makes sense. They, we're they just drop losing, off, yes. dropping off here. Um, so yes, I have this bowl and I'm going to do the drawing in just a moment for the iPad Air, which was our, uh, the Guardian Angel level yesterday. So tomorrow, if you're donating today at that level, you're going to be entered in the drawing for the Lenovo, uh, Chromebook. So I'm going to pick our winner. I'm looking away. She's
10: I'm looking away. It up. I can, yes. I have my
7: winner in my hand and it is. Jane from San Antonio.
10: Jane in San Antonio. I remember calling that one out. So, okay, Jane in San Antonio, congratulations. If you are a Jane in San Antonio and you donated yesterday at the uh, Guardian Angel level, there's a high, high probability it's you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you'll get uh, a call from uh, Sean today uh, confirming that. So, congratulations. It might make a good Christmas gift as well. Absolutely. All right, 800-476-3311. It's, it's a little slow this morning. It is. I must say 23 minutes after the hour. And we have had a, a few calls uh, and uh, we have raised uh, four hundred and twenty nine dollars so far right now we 're down to one call is all we have eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven Marty has taken a call, and there 's a whole lot of people that are out there listening and saying, "You know what, is today my day? Am I a Wednesday person, or do I wait till Friday?" Uh, we always say hey let let Friday take care of itself you know friday will will take care of itself, and tomorrow will Call now and do what you can. 800-476-3311. And boy, do we ever need an Archangel-level donation right now. Somebody that can dig deep, do $125 a month, uh, $1,500 one time. Uh, please don 't delay do that now because this is when we really uh, need it very badly all right, Timothy Alexandria, Virginia, has called in uh, listening to the mighty w m e t eleven sixty a m uh, he 's doing a dollar three hundred and sixty two dollars and sixty one cents which involves some credit card charges uh, He is from Blessed Sacrament Parish in Alexandria, Virginia. He says that Catholic Radio has helped him to get more involved in discipleship and uh it has fed his spiritual soul for 12 years. Wow, so I think he goes way back to the beginning of when Catholic Radio came uh to DC. I don't remember exactly what that date was. Uh he said thank you uh for Catholic Radio in DC for all that Joe Schuler does for WMET. Joe Joe is a tireless worker and he's uh, he's got a great attitude. Uh, and he said thankfulness for the Blessed Sacrament Men's Group. All right. Timothy, you have got us almost up to a thousand dollars. Nobody is on the line now. $7,308 to go. one 800 476 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, this, uh, CISO is when we need, uh, what we call a catalyst uh, caller, you know, callous caller just kind of gets the next flurry of calls going. So, although Atoy likes flood, a flood of calls, a flood of
7: calls, floods Whatever a lot. You of like them. to call, yeah, flood is a lot of them. But then you know get a lot of calls, right Dave? We don't currently have anyone on the phone right now, but we do have someone else to thank. All right. We have Paulo in uh, Carrollton, Texas. Another 9-10 AM listener gave at the Guardian Angel level $30 a month plus the credit card fees. Um, so he's going to be entered into the drawing for the little Lenovo Chromebook and also um, because he put it on his credit card, he'll get the Vigil Project CD and uh, his prayer request is uh, praising God that he is alive after a bad motorcycle accident a few years ago. Oh, man. Wow, you know it's I love Dave when we get the thank you prayer you know, mm-hmm. the praising prayers, which is really beautiful. Um, obviously, we always have a lot of things to ask God for, but it's also beautiful to remember to thank Him for uh, blessings, and that's obviously a huge blessing. Uh, oh, yeah. accents are very scary.
10: Exactly. So, all right, one person has dropped on the line, has, uh, has popped on the line, I should say. Uh, Adrienne, uh, our, our dear volunteer, who I don't think she would mind me saying, is the uh, wife of uh, the, the program director of uh, EWTN English Radio, Tom that's Price. Tom Price yes. uh, Adrienne uh, is a very very talented lady, a beautiful singer. You've seen her on uh, Catholic TV many times. So thank you, Adrian, for giving time and being out there, um, I guess, with uh, Marty, because I think she's in Birmingham. 800-476-3311. Oh, by the way, Joe Schuler said that Timothy, who just uh, donated, uh, was interviewed. And his oh, interview awesome. is going to air today. So you'll get to hear the voice of the guy who just donated. <laughs> 800-476-3311. We're at 1159 to go.
7: So. <laughs> 1-800-476-3311 one 476 3311 We have a matching gift money to raise this hour. We're going to be going to a break with some Vigil Project music in just a moment, um, but we want to make sure that the calls keep coming. We have one person on. and I don't think we've made it past three calls at once, Dave, this morning, but I'd really love it if we, before we go to break, we could get a bunch of people to jump on the line. So we have a bunch of people to thank at the other side. 1-800-476-3311 one 800 476 Six thirty-three eleven. If you're hearing our voice right now, we're talking to you. And maybe you feel a little prompting of the Holy Spirit to donate what you can. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. and if you've already donated perhaps you can tell one of your friends to call in uh you know word of mouth is still the best uh form of getting the word around you know and uh i think that they if you call your friend and say hey the guadalupe radio network needs your help i think they call in 1-800-476-3311
10: yeah i mean if if you are uh, a parent uh like a a mom a dad and you you have kids maybe you've already donated i've used example before on the air if my mom texted me and said hey dave i just gave to the this cause, do you mind, uh, you know, supporting mm-hmm. them as well? Well, I'm on the phone. I mean, if my mom asked me to do it, uh, it's a done deal. And it's a wise sure,
7: way to do, go uh, Exactly.
10: Honor thy mother, right? Uh, and uh, you know, speaking of honor thy mother, let, let's put this hour in the the, the hands of our blessed yes. mother. On this feast day of the exaltation of the cross, she certainly uh, had, you know, ma- many crosses. Mm. Uh, and we'll say a memorare uh, just uh, for this hour in the name of the Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit, Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Other and Son. the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. amen.
7: What, all right, we're going to go to that break, <laughs> and uh, keep the phone lines going. Still got one person on the line. It's 6941, is what we have to raise in the last 30 minutes. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. One enjoy this music from the Vigil Project.
9: We'll be back with more of the 2022 It's For Your Soul Fall Share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. i ah. To the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network, it's for your soul, Fall Sheraton. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311. Well, we need to go off the air more often because as soon as we did, everybody <laughs> called. They're like, oh, ah, stop
7: talking. <laughs> Finally, those
9: people
10: stopped talking, and so I'll call. Uh, but Adrienne, Christina, Donald, and Linda all taking calls now here on this uh, day two, hour one, fall share Guadalupe Radio Network. The theme is It's For Your Soul. Dave Palmer, Cecil Anderson here for this first hour. And uh, Cicel, 26 minutes is all we have to raise almost $7,000. And so these four... You know, thank God for these four callers and uh, whatever they're donating. We're very grateful, but uh, it's without a doubt going to take more than these four to,
6: to 100%. hit this goal. percent,
7: absolutely. So pick up your phone right now and be the fifth caller. We'll go super uh, crazy if we hear there's a fifth caller because that's going to be a record for us so far. One eight hundred four as a Dave and I, by the way. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. So cool that so many people jumped on the line right now, uh, but we need some more people. And we need donations of all sizes. We need the dollar a days. We need the $100 one time. And we need also some of those pilgrimage donations, the archangel donations, maybe $1,000, uh, maybe a Fatima donation. Because we have sixty nine forty one dollars to raise. And like Dave said, only like 26 minutes to do it. So we definitely need some big donations, some smaller donations, whatever you're able to give. 1-800-476-3311 one 800 and it's thanks to the four people that have called in so far uh, that we were able to raise 1159 and we're very thankful for all of them, and uh, you can be one of those people in this first hour of the second, uh, second day of the Fall share so pick up your phone right now.
10: All right, Elva, San Antonio, 89.7 FM listener, the mighty KJMA, uh, that's a really powerful station, by the way, 100,000 watt FM station, and that's as big as they get, and so uh, South texas you are so blessed uh to have that uh, wonderful station uh she says please pray for art students and their teachers i love that That that's so specific Oh, beautiful uh i bet uh, she must have an art uh, maybe student child or maybe she's an art teacher but i'd love to know the story fifty dollars a month is what elva is uh, donating plus the credit card charges and so that added six hundred dollars to our uh total so now we are in need of six thousand three hundred and twenty eight dollars and uh, it got better because Anonymous in Houston donated $5 a month plus $50 one time uh, from St. Bernadette Parish. Uh, this person enjoys listening to Catholic radio instead of music, and they learn something new every day. It's it's, it's fun, too. I, I used to, when my we'd be in the car, and I'd be listening to Catholic radio, and they my kids would say, Can we listen to music? And I'd say, Well, I'd say, Just kind of hum along to this talk. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's kind of Under like... Under Dr. With, David Anderson. Uh, yeah, just little, so like, like, humming, that, that's what yeah. I do. I'd turn on Catholic radio and be like... Ta-da. Okay, there's your,
9: there's your music. And now it's a radio <laughs> drama. <laughs> oh my goodness. one
7: eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six, thirty three eleven. 476 3311 476 3311 And thanks to those two calls that drop, we, uh, now have only, actually now only one person on the line because we just had another donation come through from Mike in Houston. Listens to 1430 AM in, the Houston area and donated $204.29 one time, so he kicked in some of those credit card fees and goes to St. Paul the Apostle Parish. And how has Catholic Radio changed his life? It keeps me in line when I need the reminder. Oof, yeah, definitely. Have you ever, Dave, been driving around and you feel called out with something that's heard on the radio and you're like, oh, I needed that today. Oh, yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. Time.
10: I mean, I, I remember going to an appointment one time and I was driving back to the studio and I think I even texted you about this and uh, Father Ricardo was on talking about adoration mm-hmm. and I was in Dallas and I knew that uh, St Monica Parish had perpetual adoration, and I, I, I remember texting you and saying, "Hey, I'm I'm going to go to adoration for a while." And I, it just it was an immediate reaction. It's uh, you know to saying I need to do this because I heard it on Catholic Radio. Yeah. I'm sure you, you, everybody listening has stories like that. Something kind of you know uh, pricked your conscience a little bit, or I mean, I have other examples as well. But uh, Catholic Radio just makes us better people. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, and. Uh, uh, let's see, okay, we thanked Mike in Houston, yeah, right? and he okay. also said
7: prayers for Harold, an active uh, parishioner at St. Paul the Apostle, so one of his fellow parishioners for prayers for Her- Harold. Thank you so much, Mike, for that donation and prayer request.
10: All right, we're down to one person on the line, and uh, the phone number is 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. I had that flurry of calls. Maybe we just need to play another song. And by the way, that <laughs> wasn't the visual Project. It was uh, a Catholic artist named Lucas Spihar. Uh, that song that you just heard a moment ago, just in case you 're thinking, "Oh, is that visual project or what but uh, the the visual project is what we call the NFP gift, uh, which actually was a name that came up was come up was um, invented i guess I should say by our late director of radio operations, Doug Pearson. Uh, which we thought was so clever because people think of NFP as natural family planning, of course, mm-hmm. but in this case, it's the never forget plan, and it just means you you donate and you don't have to think about it. You're not getting reminders. We're not having to send stuff something out to you every month on you know the same on a predictable date every month. I think it's like the middle of the month. You'll have your thirty dollars a month taken out, or your um, you know fifteen hundred or. Uh, well, whatever it may be, so um, uh, so that that's uh, you know, and then and that's why we give you a, a special gift to thank you for doing that because it makes it easier on us as well. 3311 three three one one. Two people on the line. Linda is taking a call. I, I believe in the 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 Midland call center. Uh, Linda, appreciate uh, you giving some time for, out of your schedule today. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. We need an archangel donation. <laughs> okay, I'll just be absolutely frank with. <laughs> we need something uh big to come through right now uh $1500 $125 a month we've raised about uh, uh $2000 so far and we've got the the one person on the on the line uh yeah one person oh okay okay wait that's how no, exactly. we went you uh, we, we went from two to one uh, anonymous in Dallas uh look at this biggest donation of the day so far $2,000. Okay, $2,000. And uh, that got us, uh, look look how close we are to the midway oh, point of the hour, almost exactly at the I midway know. point with the th- $2,000 KTH 910 AM listener, uh, Archangel donor, and that means I get to dig up a fascinating fact, so thanks so much. Uh, oh, that's, that's awesome. Oh, that's Dave's been
7: waiting for that all morning. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Just one person on the phone now, that's Linda, our volunteer, and uh, we're waiting for more people to jump on as well. There's lots of volunteers who may have not even gotten their first call this morning, and they're very excited to be volunteering with us. So pick up the phone right now and call them at 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We started this morning at 7 o'clock with $8,100 to raise, and thanks to the generosity of the people who called in right now, and especially to that last anonymous donor, we are almost at the halfway point. We've raised $4,089, and we have... a uh, uh, $4,011 to go, Uh so a couple of archangels will definitely help us a lot, and we're going to need a few of those, so if you've been considering that archangel donation level, the pilgrimage level, that's $125 a month or $1,500 one time, Uh go ahead and give us a call right now if you're already considering doing it. This is a great hour to put it into. 1-800-476-3311. 476 3311 And again, matching gift hour. Thanks to the Summer Speaker Series event. All the people who donated that night here in North Texas. Um, they, we told them it's going to be matched during our share and this is one of those hours.
10: Yeah, and I know that uh, it, it gets people excited on both ends of the giving. Because right now I, I got a, a, a check in the mail the other day from a night of Columbus Council, and they said, "Please enter this during a matching gift hour." Mm-hmm. You know that that was that that was their request, and I haven't done it yet, but uh, we're going to at some point. And uh, and also on the, the 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 front end, the people who give realize that their donation that they're giving is going to be doubled, hopefully during share-a-thons. and so uh, it's really good on both ends, and that's why these folks that came to the Summer Speaker Series event may, you know, they might have said, I was going to give 500, but I actually decided to give 1,000 because I want to, I know it's going to be doubled. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. We are now down to 18 minutes to go, and we still need $4,011. Okay, that is just the, the straight skinny of what's going on. Uh, three people doing Archangel level donations would more than cover this. Uh and if you can do the one hundred twenty five a month or fifteen hundred dollars one time, uh you know, and, and and like I said at the beginning of the hour, we really wanna hit this goal and then go two thousand dollars over and then we will Go into the next hour right exactly on track. Okay, right on track because yesterday was a good day, but we did fall $2,000 short of the overall goal. So that's the goal, not not to raise 8100 but to raise $10,100. But first things first, we haven't even hit this goal yet. 800-476-3311. I just want the second caller
7: right now. That that would be a great... And I think we got it, Dave. I oh, think did we have we? two calls now on the line. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. You know, Dave, what donation would really help out the situation right now? A Seraphim donation. A $5,000 one-time gift. Uh, if you can are able to do that level, again, that is not something that most people can do, but some people definitely can. Uh, if we got a donation of that size right now, Dave, uh, we would tr- be uh, well on our way. Uh, we'd hit this goal and well on our way to hit the overall goal from yesterday. Uh, and we want to thank Jose in San Antonio, Texas, he listens to uh, 89.7 KGMA and did the uh, $10 a month uh, plus the credit card fee and uh, goes to St. Monica's in the San Antonio area. Thank you so much, Jose. And he's going to get that awesome interview that Sean Rice did with Monsignor Charles Pope all about the soul in his email tonight. Remember, any donation of any size, you're going to get that uh, downloadable uh, interview tonight in your <coughs> inbox, and you can listen to it uh, at home tonight with your family.
10: Yeah, thirty-eight eighty-nine to raise now in uh, only sixteen minutes, three thousand eight hundred eighty-nine dollars. And uh, you know it's it's so important that we hit every single goal, especially the first hour of the day. It sets the tone for the entire day. And uh, if you're 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 kind of sitting on it and thinking, you know, I know I'm going to give at some point. Maybe you heard the promotion last week on on the radio that the the a was coming and you said at some point <laughs> Tuesday through Friday I'm going to call in uh, please do it now because the momentum builds as we go through the day and uh, it's very very important that we not only hit this goal but let's go a couple thousand over and see, just go into this next hour right on track you know it's just like uh, yeah, every, everything will be will be wonderful uh, only Marty is taking a call now 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 so, so I still have this great dream of getting to the 10 calls all at the same time it it should be so easy to do but we need to get that second and third caller now any donation any size you know we're not in desperation mode yet uh you'll know when we're in desperation mode i know that'd be pretty obvious but you know we still got 15 minutes that's a pretty long time uh so every donation uh, chipping away at this 3889 is going to be so helpful 800-476-3311 with time
5: elapsing
7: it is time keeps on ticking ticking into the future Davis. A wise person once said one mm, yes. 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311 It feels good to be past the halfway point. We're on the other side of the hill. We're going all downhill from here, right? In a good way. Um so we have thirty-eight eighty-nine left to raise. Uh about fifteen minutes to do it. So we definitely need some people to jump on the line. And like Dave said, we should be able to get uh, easily ten people on the line, but we really just need that second caller to start. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one eight. 804763311. Dave, I imagine how exciting it would be to be part of one of those 10 calls, one of the people picking up the phone saying like, "Well, I'm going to pick up the phone." And if I do, I'm just going to pray that someone else does too. I know. You got to start that. We need that first person to be brave and do it.
10: Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. You know? And it's so. a team
7: from across, you know, the the, na- the nation, yeah, the I know. network.
10: Yeah. And you can't you can't be 10 calls yourself. I mean, you could you could contact a couple of people and say, "Hey, call right now." And it's it's really amazing because sometimes and it happens every now and then, just Something happens and it's uh, I, I don't know what the word is it's just there, there's like a, a, a lot of people calling at the same time we can't ex- ex- exactly explain why it happens but sometimes it just does and it's almost like this collective sense of let's do it right now <laughs> even though you don't even know the, the person across the country who's calling at the same time but it takes you know just individual decisions saying you know what I, I'm going to call right now I'm hoping maybe eight other people will call we'll get to those ten calls that they keep begging us about uh, but if we could get that Second person to call in right now. Any donation, any size with, uh, 13 minutes to go. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, it's, you know, we're, we're, in, we're in pretty good shape right now. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say two archangels would probably Definitely. do it. Uh, 3889 to go. Just one person on the line. 80, 800-476-3311.
7: 1-800-476-3311, 800 476 13 minutes left in the hour, 3889 to go. One person on the line, we're looking for our second caller. Is that you? Are you listening right now and saying, ah, maybe I'll donate, maybe, I don't know. Don't put it off. Do it right now. I, I'm terrible about putting off things. <laughs> so just do it right now. Take this impulse from the Holy Spirit and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. One 3311 Dave, do you have a fascinating fact for us?
10: <clears throat> oh, I do. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for reminding of me. Of course. Um, okay. I, I, I'll do it kind of quickly oh, because calls. we're. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, uh, see, the very mention of a fascinating, fascinating fact. fact. If somebody's like, okay, I'm calling. Either you know, they want mentioned. to interrupt you and not make you do the
7: fact <laughs> or they really want it. Yeah. Linda
10: <laughs> taking another call. Marty is as well. So, uh, need that third caller now. 800 476 one 1-800-476-3311. I was accused yesterday of doing too many questions about, uh, animals. <laughs> uh, so this has not, well, kind of has to do with an animal, but, uh, uh, what is the only part of the human body that cannot heal itself? uh, So every part of the human body can heal itself except for one part of the human body. And as you ponder that, you look like you're really giving this some I'm deep really thought. I am giving this. Uh, some let me get out the phone number, looking for the third caller. Come on, everybody. Let's, let's rally. You know, almost every time we come to you, dear listeners, and say, we have a need. We've got to get this money to keep Catholic radio on the air. You come through. Uh, it takes, it takes everybody. It takes everybody all hands just on doing deck. all hands on deck. 800-476-3311. I had a pastor who used to say, many hands make light work. Mm-hmm. And it's really true. Many hands make light work uh many people calling at the same time uh, makes these hours a lot easier to accomplish 11 minutes to go 804763311 all right Sissel, uh as joe says on uh on cdt you got 15 min 15 seconds you got oh, his uh wait, can I ask fair a clarifying trembling. question <laughs> uh, yeah,
7: yeah. by not not able to heal itself that means that it needs outside help in some way like a medicine or 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 it just or, can't heal it just, yeah. oh, it, just, okay. it just does not heal okay i guess yeah. if you c- cut part of your tongue off it won't re- grow back and it won't heal <laughs> that's my guess your tongue uh
10: okay that that's is that your final guess i have You're not it's gonna, very wrong are you gonna go to um a uh, cantus uh, 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 is, is occupied right now anyone? so you don't have <laughs> a phone of Fred. no actually it's uh cause, i mean because if you like cut your tongue you know it'll i meant heal. like cut a
7: part yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. if you yeah.
10: cut your arm off it's not gonna oh, grow back true. either <laughs> uh no it's it's your teeth Oh. Your teeth don't heal itself because there's like an enamel on them or something like that.
7: Gotcha. Uh, that all sense. right.
10: So there you go. Um, Learn
7: uh, something today. <laughs>
10: <laughs> on Catholic radio about teeth. alright seven six thirty three eleven. right. 800-476-3311. This is getting exciting because there's three people on the line and uh, we need that fourth one. Oh, this is, uh, this is great. Lisa in Houston. Oh. Perpetual Light Society. Woo. $50 a month. $50 awesome. a month. Uh, she listens to 1430 AM KSHJ. And uh, we are very, very grateful. Lisa, you, whether you know it or not, are in a drawing for a Lenovo laptop. Um, and and Sissel um, bedazzled me with some knowledge off the <laughs> air. She said, because we're giving away this Chromebook, and it's a Duet 5, 13.3-inch. I can get that part. Oh, it says OLED, O-L-E-D touchscreen. <laughs> and Sissel said... Uh, Dave, do you know what OLED means? And I said, of course I do. all right. So no. Dave, you want to repeat so, it? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, so what does OLED mean? It's
7: organic light emitting diode. Um, oh, so goodness. it's an LED, but it has an organic element, in it. that's about the limit of my knowledge. So um, sorry, that's all. <laughs> all, right, all right.
10: So uh, so thanks. Yeah, Sissel's uh, got a good technological mind. Uh, nine minutes to go. Three Come on, on, everybody. Three people on the line. Uh, this is crunch time. We're in the fourth quarter, and uh, Donald and Linda and Marty are taking calls. We need. We need you right now. We, we need you. We need your $30 a month. We need your $10 a month. Uh, your 1500 your 8000 <laughs> uh, Anonymous and Plano. Anonymous and Plano. You're a million he, dollar. He, he, why not? He, he's tapped out. And uh, this person was yesterday's donor. Uh, but uh, there's got to be somebody else out there that can help us uh, this morning. 800 476 3311. You know, as many years as I've been doing these share and working with, with Toy almost exclusively, now with you, Sissel. Uh, I never tire of the excitement of seeing the generosity of people come in. Mm. I I've mean, never like, you know, oh, another Sheraton and No, you know, it's go- always exciting. I, I love I love just seeing the, the outpouring of support. It's mm. it's very very edifying and and to see the the generosity of people to me it it makes me a better person to see other people being so generous.
7: Oh, absolutely. One 476 3311 800 476 3311 It is amazing to see all these people come together to keep Catholic Radio on the air, Dave, as more and more uh, the talk about Christianity is getting smaller and smaller in the public sphere. The, it's so important to have this protected space of uh, the Guadalupe Radio Network, where you can hear um, all sorts of uh, beautiful, edifying things. You can hear, learn more about your faith and uh, just kind of grow in your spiritual life. It's for your soul. It's going to help your soul. And as uh, Monsignor Charles Pope in the interview said, that we have so much focus these days on our bodies like our physical bodies, which, again, are important, beautiful things that God has given us, but our soul is a thing that's going to last, and that's what we really need to be taking care of. Uh, so if Guadalupe Radio Network has touched your soul in any way, shape, or form, or has touched someone you know, please call in right now and help us keep it on the air. 1-800-476-3311. 3311 Three people on the line. We Let's get four and five. Come on, Dave.
10: Yeah, let's get five before four. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But I, I know I'm bad that's at math, uh, so maybe it could. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> may, it makes absolutely no sense, but it's kind of a little, little brain teaser there. Uh, all right, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. My my dear friend Scott uh, always likes <clears throat> Scott likes to be the fourth caller, uh, and he's uh, he's got this fascination. <laughs> well, we got three callers now, and boy, Scott loves to be the fourth caller. Now he he calls. Uh, he's very very generous. He's every <laughs> Scott
7: right now in uh, the GRN uh, calling to exactly be is the fourth he ta- caller. He's talking about me. <laughs> which, which
10: Scott is he? Eight hundred four seven six 3311, one 476
7: 3811 uh,
10: 3200 and... You said 3811. You got, oh, you gotta have the right phone number, Dave. Oh, oh 800-476-3311. Did I say 30? Oh, okay. You said 38. Yeah, it's All okay. Right. Just 800- don't want to mess anything up. 800-476-3311. Three people on the line. Who is the fourth caller? Uh, one eight hundred four seven six three three one one 476 3311 And, uh, uh, looking for the, the fourth person to call in right now. There's, uh, there's a, there's a talk about Possibly some issues with the phone, but hopefully, if you call in right now, you can uh, you can get through. Uh, oh, look at look that! At this. Oh, oh, you know this goodness.
7: person? I think I might know this person, Dave. <laughs> uh, we just got in our first Archangel donation of the hour, right? Well, we, no, was, we had, no, we had the two thousand official Arch, just like at the fifteen hundred. The other one level. was all oh, totally unofficial, it, right? Unofficial, unofficial. <laughs> no, um, it, it's Charles from uh, Highland Village, Texas. I will I'll say Chuck because that's his, what he goes by. That is my dad. Hey, thank you, Chuck. <laughs> and he's a frequent donor, and I think this is his. He's up for renewal. Um, he goes to St. Philip the Apostle, a parish in Flower Mound, no longer Lewisville, in Flower Mound. Um, and how has uh, Catholic Radio changed his life? He's learned more about his faith from it. And my dad is an avid Catholic Radio listener, um, was long before I worked here, and uh, has just continued to enjoy it. And he's always texting me about things he heard on the radio, and it's great. Uh, so thank <laughs> you so much, Pater, for calling in and uh, making that donation. And thanks to that, we are at 1757 uh, to go, Dave. I, I, got, I got
10: to just stop right there, because I. I yeah, so you said that Pater thing, but oh. this, this was always the nickname for your, your father was Pater, your mom, your late Matier. mother who passed away was Mater, and uh, you're a convert, yes, uh, I am. and uh, I just think it's so cool that this convert is uh, calling her parents by a uh, Latin and name. And we did
7: it long before we were Catholic, too, because we grew up uh, learning Latin, so <laughs> I also knew the table blessing in Latin long before I was Catholic.
10: <laughs> uh, uh, all right, five minutes to go, two people on the line, 1757, one archangel donor is Going to do it. Uh, two people on the line, and uh, we have got to get a few more calls. Uh, if you're feeling the love, the excitement, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, your dad's donation came at the at the perfect, perfect time. time. I'm yeah. going to dig up a real quick, fascinating fact for him because you know why? Because he deserves it. Absolutely, yeah, he just for it. simply
7: for being my dad. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
10: All right, uh, let me find one that's uh, uh, simple. In All fact, right. let me, let me uh, just kind of get an update I like here. How he
7: says that? Like I'm not going to get the answer right. So he has to go very. <laughs> Simple. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We ha- want to thank, uh, Martin and, uh, Melinda in the Birmingham, Alabama area, listening to 1480 AM. Uh, and, uh, gave $100 one time. Thank you so much for that. And the prayer request is for all the souls in purgatory and my wonderful parents. And I think that might have been Marty's wife that called in. Oh, is that right? uh, So okay. thank you so much to you both, uh, for that generous donation. And, uh, Dave, we're almost at just a Pilgrimage left. I so, know. if one person can call in with that pilgrimage donation, if you've been waiting to do that, if you've been planning on doing it, you said, Oh, I'm going to give at that level. This is the time to do it because that would only leave $157 to go. We have one person on the line. Don't know what that donation is. So we need you to jump on right now. And
10: Archangel Donor. I mean, your, your dear father, he sensed the desperation in our voices. He, he knew uh, how important it was. And again, again we want to go $2,000 over the goal. Okay. We're, we're trying to get perfect uh, for the shareathon overall. 1657 is what we have left. One person on the line. I think it's going to set it up just about perfectly for one hero to come in and say, you know, what i'll do the arcane show i'll do the fifteen hundred dollars that would that would cover it okay that's going to get us over the top uh we just need that person to call in and you got to do it quickly three minutes to go 800-476-3311 3311 476 right Sissel. uh this is uh your trivia question real quickly okay. um uh back when the uh, the academy awards well okay the, the question is um, who has won the most Academy Awards, uh, of any person in the oh history? Oh, my goodness. You're, you're a film person. I am. Um, so, uh, I'll let Ooh. you, I'll let you ponder that one for a moment. Okay, I got an idea. The, the most Academy Awards of any, any person, 800 uh, 1657 to go. Oh. And your answer is?
7: I'm going to say Clint Eastwood because uh, he does directing and i don't even know if he's ever won one but that is i just think he's had a long career he's done <laughs> acting and he's done directing so that was my best guess but uh, i have a feeling that's also wrong <laughs>
10: uh, you're right you're right about it being wrong so uh, congratulations oh, I was on, right that. on something uh, yeah no it's actually walt disney
7: Oh, that makes uh, sense. Yeah,
10: Walt Disney. The, the the guy, <laughs> not the company. And, uh, and uh, boy, Walt Disney, the company has just gone so downhill. But yeah. anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. 800 476 one 800 uh, is the, uh, the, the phone number. And, um, uh, we were looking for that second caller. <laughs> we're just kind of hanging on here. Uh, 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 t- uh well, you know, two minutes to go, 1657. Are we going to hit this first goal of the Wednesday of the share It's absolutely in your hands. If you're feeling the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, saying, call them, call them. <laughs> if you're hearing an audible voice, you That's know... That's definitely <laughs> a sign. <laughs> definitely a sign. If uh, you're physically getting... P- poked on the shoulder saying give them a call will you 800-476-3311 i think that might be your sign Absolutely. Uh, so so um uh, we've
7: had 12 people call in generously to get us this far we definitely do not want to let this hour go by 1-800-476-3311 can we have a short person 1657 is what we need 1-800-476-3311 call us right now and help us hit this goal we'll see you on the other side of the break
9: We'll be back with more of the 2022 It's For Your Soul, Fall Charathon, on the Guadalupe Radio Network.
3: KSHJ, Houston.